What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Burnout Brighter Podcast. My name is Matt, and I'll be your host for this evening's events. This is episode 167. I'm joined, as always, by the mm-hmm. magnificent Destiny. What's up, girl? Oh, I'm so glad there was only one adjective there. Thank you. It's good to be here. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I'm also joined by the incredible, the eye-catching Lou. What's up, dude? What's up, folks? Glad to see you. Glad to be here. <laughs> Every time. It's been a couple of weeks since I've heard that what's up, folks, and it just warms my heart. It just, I don't know why. It just puts me in the Christmas spirit, Lou. It just does. I have no other, I have no other rhyme or reason for it, but it just does. That so when you did it, like in the beginning, you just felt like Christmas time? Christmas. Too? Oh, I see. Christmas. Okay. No, no, I understand. Lou, I think when you get old and it's all white, you'll be the perfect Santa Claus. You, you mm. just have the smile and everything. <laughs> yeah, I was on the too. you just look jolly (laughs) it's a compliment (laughs) and we have the boisterous the balling the bang on spectacular evan what's up dude what's good man how you guys doing i'm doing all right how you doing not too bad not too bad what is this like asmr radio evan coming in sounding all like sexy and stuff oh, you know you know yeah i gotta oh, all right. okay. gotta try every once in a while you know what i'm saying <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> i would be all for it if we just made evan off like all, every show that he's on just speak and hello everyone welcome <laughs> my name is evan and we're oh gonna get God. into it today you sound creepy when you do it like yeah it's nice i'm not just hating on you matt it did sound kind of creepy I think we should all just pick a volume because then Evan can have that like low, you know, sultry registry. And then like Lou can be a step above a little louder and then D can be like normal voice. And I'll just yell the whole time because I feel like that's on brand anyway. You already do that. All right. (laughs) (laughs) On this week's show. No change for you. No no change whatsoever. Things are just going to carry on. Uh, On this week's show, it's actually going to be our last show of the year. We're taking some time off just to rest and recuperate coming into 2023 with a bunch more stuff in the works. So... On this week's show, we're going to be talking about our favorite things from this year, whether they're games, movies, books, albums, whatever. We're going to be talking about some of our favorite things. We're going to do a little bit of a square where we'll pop around one by one and list off one thing, and then we'll save some honorable mentions for the end. But uh, we know we just wanted to end this year with some positivity, some some reflection on some of our most favorite things. Um, and, and to kick things off, um, I, I, Evan, Evan. <laughs> Evan, Evan, can you uh, pick uh, a, Evan, Evan, can you pick a fruit for me? A fruit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, an apple. An apple. Okay. Uh, D, can you pick a fruit for me? Um, kiwi. Kiwi. Lou, can you give me a fruit? Cherry. Cherry. Okay, and I'm going to go with banana. Okay. What I'm going to do next is I'm going to pop over to Google and I'm going to Google fruit. And the first fruit that I see, that's the person who's going first. And the first fruit that I saw was a cantaloupe. Um, Fired. <laughs> <laughs> we tested none of this stuff out <laughs> until the show starts. Uh, uh, okay. Um, I'm going to say that an apple is most like a cantaloupe out of the four fruits that we picked. So, Evan, why don't you kick us off? Tell us about one of your favorite things. Okay. So, I think one of my favorite things this year was seeing the um, excitement in the gaming community and the kind of revitalization of cyberpunk after the anime. 
um that was really really cool to see because i i was one of the people that was kind of waiting for the game to kind of round out and be fixed and whatnot um even though i had bought the game (laughs) it was just sitting there um (laughs) turned on netflix one day watched the anime the anime is amazing if you uh if any of you guys out there haven't watched it yet and that immediately made me go you know what maybe i should pick this game up and yeah man i've been having a blast with it ever since it's not a perfect game by leaps and bounds but watching the amount of the uh the steam count rise of people concurrently playing that week the anime drop was just i don't know that was that that was heartwarming because it it had to have been great for the team to see you know like the developers Mm -hmm. themselves so i think that's probably one of my favorite things did they i think they put out a tweet thanking like the fans and the support um after i don't know how long it was after the anime i didn't like it but um Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's probably one of my one of my favorite things. That's awesome. So, like, it was it was the anime that got you to finally go back and start the game because I played it when it came out, and it, it was a buggy disaster. But I enjoyed parts of it for what they were, and it was always a game that I've kind of been like, maybe I'll go back and replay it one day. Now, after the anime and after obviously all the work they've put into the game, do you think it's worth diving in in its current shape and form? If you don't pay. 60 or 70 dollars for it i would say yes and i think if you yeah. so that i was gonna say what about 59.99 what <laughs> no, about 58.88 i i'd say that uh if you didn't pick it up on a black friday sale um you 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 you, you missed out i will i would i would watch a let's play um and i'd also <laughs> and i'd also keep uh i'd also keep your expectations low because i think for me the thing that kind of sold me on the game was i thought it was going to be gta meets deus ex and i feel like it's more so just deus ex it's not as like crazy open as i think they promoted it to be keanu reeves for like 16 years so i remember i remember (laughs) thinking like oh this is gonna be so dope the guys who made like the witcher and i love the witcher and like how open world it is and then everybody came back with a bunch of complaints. So I was just like, oh, I'm a Dude, pass. like, <laughs> this, this is a really random tidbit that I want to knock on it. Is like, I swear to you, driving in that game is like <laughs> the same as freaking riding a horse. Like, they just put the physics into a car. It feels oh my the God. Same. <laughs> It's like you're driving on four ice cubes. It, it really, like, on some butter. You're like yeah. on a stovetop. <laughs> that's yeah. so messed up, especially because that's like one of the main mechanics of the game. Like I, you do drive a lot of places. Well, at least that's what they've shown. No, you it do, is. and I yeah. hate it. I hate driving anywhere. But you know what? I know how hard it is sometimes when you're, you know, you've been focused on one genre for so long, and then you have to move to a, another one. But still, mm-hmm. man, I hope, I hope, it, you know, for the next game, hope they figure that out. Yep, Cyberpunk twenty seventy six. Did you play The Witcher? I did. I did. Did you like riding the horse? <laughs> so I, I'm just curious. I, he so, got the butter upgrade for the horse. Yeah, right. So that's why. <laughs> so, so for so for me personally, I actually I love the world of The Witcher. I love the characters. I love the story. I love the lore. I cannot stand the combat in that game. Oh, yeah. Okay. So like, uh, I but I did but I played it when it launched. And I think there was a combat update. Um, and yeah, I tr- there were issues when it launched. Uh, and I well. tried to jump back in, but 
I was already so far in the game and not remembering what I did. I was like, I got to start this all over. And I just wasn't in the zone to do that. So I have to, I'm going to revisit it, especially now that they have that uh, announced next gen update. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me know about the horse. Yeah, right. we'll see. The butter horse. Horse, yeah. horse physics. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Evan. Let's hop over to Lou. Lou, tell us about one of your favorite things from this. Sure. But before I hop into that, I just wanted to touch on Cyberpunk. Um, the Witcher, the way, Evan, you were describing The Witcher sounds to me like the opposite of Cyberpunk where everything except the combat is excellent. And in cyberpunk, the combat is excellent, but the world around it, everything feels <laughs> all and lifeless. Um, I agree. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with yeah. that. <laughs> um, yeah, 2022 was spectacular for media. Um, mm-hmm. I sort of compiled my like my favorite movie, my favorite game, my favorite um, album, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I'll start with movies, I suppose. Nice. Um, the beginning, uh, so most of the movies I saw this year were Marvel movies. Uh, no Way Home, Thor, Love and Thunder, uh, Doctor Strange. Um, we also saw um, The Batman, and mm-hmm. we saw Dragon Ball Superhero. Yes. And of those films, my favorite of the group was The Batman. Um, it was an interesting um, change of pace when it comes to superhero films. Very different vibe compared to a Marvel film. Mm-hmm. Um, I also liked the Joker and the Batman was definitely, I, I, I thought, oh, this is, hopefully this is just as good or scratches that same itch. Um, so the Batman was my favorite film of, of 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that one. So how do you feel about Robert Pattinson's Batman? Does he live up to the other Batmans? Is he your favorite Batman? How do you feel about his Batman? I'm going to say he's Batman one more Batman. time. Batman. Yeah. He he's a great Batman. He's a great Batman, Batman. Um, I uh, really loved. Yeah, I, I mean, I I liked the uh, you know the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they were the greatest thing I'd ever seen. Like a lot of people sort of really hyped those movies up, especially The Dark Knight. Um, Agreed. But uh, yeah, Robert Pattinson was really good in in Batman. But I had really low expectations going in. So perhaps I was just pleasantly surprised. Yeah, he's great. And he's, you know, he busts his chops as a dramatic actor. He's been in some pretty artsy stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought this was, it's an interesting uh, casting choice. And it worked out, I think. A risky one, but I think it paid off. He really doesn't want to be remembered for any of the Harry Potter films. Like, I just feel like he tries to go to like the opposite end of the spectrum because he doesn't want, like people are like, weren't you in that movie with kids and magic? He's like, no, no, no. I was the Batman. How does how does he feel about Twilight? Yeah, don't you mean Twilight? He hates Twilight as well. Yeah, yeah. Know, but wouldn't you hate Twilight if you were a oh, part fuck. of that? <laughs> I think I think it would. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I think it would depend on how much money it gave me. True. But I'm but I'm poor and I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a, a cool cool guy like that. So it doesn't like, matter. Like I don't care how much money you're paying me. If I fucking hate it, I hate it. Like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, I'm that's because you... I'm bitter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I, I'm glad that you enjoyed the Batman, Lou. D, what about you? What, what was one of your favorite things this year? Um, oh, there's there's just so much. And honestly, I don't know if they were this year or like last year because this year has been a blur. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of my favorite movies, and I'm sure Evan still hasn't watched it, that actually came out in 2021 was The Harder They Fall, Evan. Oh, yes. I, I, I need to watch. You're right. You're correct. I need to yeah. watch told you that months ago what is it with guys and not taking my recommendations on movies 
Anyways, incredible movie. I really want them to make a game. I'd love to play a Black Western. I don't know why that movie, why I love that movie so much. I think it's just because um, it's the first time I've seen a movie like that with an all-black cast and a very Americanized, right? It's like, it's about the wild, wild west. And like to realize that like the characters in the movie are based off of real iconic like black Americans that we obviously didn't learn about and like school and stuff like that even though the the movie takes its liberties obviously um it's just really good it's action-packed um there's a lot of feeling in it and um I think it should be a game so that was like I think that was my favorite that's the movie I keep going back to so I'm gonna say that was my favorite for the year man this cast is stacked Jonathan Major Major Zazie Beats Idris mm-hmm. Elba, dang. Is Jonathan Majors, is he like the next like big the big, next it black guy? Like, the next it, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, it's okay. between him and Winston Duke now. Now I feel like Winston Duke is in the running because of Black Panther now. Yep. So yeah. like it's between those two. And Jonathan, Jonathan Majors, Majors is gonna pop off between Creed Three and Kang Dynasty and Ant Man and the Wasp. He's going to be huge. Yeah. I hope they don't pit them against each other, though. Like, I really hope that that's not what happens because that's what Hollywood tends to do. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, I see what you mean. Oh, I was I on my Mar- I was on my Marvel brain, and I was like, I was too. Be- I was like, he's a villain. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw your faces, and I was like, no, guys. <laughs> I mean, just in Hollywood in general, I hope they both get their flowers as being like really good actors. I agree. Mm-hmm. I hope so too. I hope that's the case. I hope so too. Um, but yeah. But yeah, if you guys haven't seen it, watch it. It's it's not just for, you know, black people. It's for everybody. So, yeah, definitely you, check it out. I ha- I've been kind of feeling like I haven't like I can't remember the last time I watched a western and I've been kind of feeling like it again lately. So, is it on is it on Netflix, D? Yeah. Well, when I watched it it was on Netflix. It might still be on there. I never know when they take stuff off. Mm-hmm. But um yeah. Check it out. This uh, like, if you this watch really it, cool. let me know. Yeah, they have a, a Idris Elba's in it. Like mm-hmm. they Oh my god, they Everybody killed their part except for Zazie Beats. Really? Only because like she's like the love interest and she's boring. Like when you oh. know who she's mm. supposed to be, you're like, what? Gotcha. And then she's like she's trying to be hard the whole time, and you're just like, stop it, Zazie. <laughs> okay. okay. You know, okay. so <laughs> okay. stop it, Zazie. Um, cool. That's awesome. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And I don't know, for me, it doesn't really matter if it came out this year or not. If you enjoyed it this year, that's that's what it's about. So I'm glad you enjoyed it this year, D. Thank you. Uh, as for myself, I'll, I'll stay on the movie train because that seems to be where we're at right now. Um, because I also kind of did it like, did like Lou. I kind of have like my favorite movie and my favorite game and stuff. Um, my favorite movie of the year was Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Um, mm. Talk about a movie that like I I just heard random stuff about uh guys i'm gonna pause real quick because zencaster just hold up it was having issues earlier when i had to when i was on the podcast for my amada like it was just kicking people out of the room so mm. and he said that clive that bear or whatever in discord is like they haven't had any issues with him lately he's working so again? I think ne- yeah so i think the next time we record we should try if if zencaster has issues we should try that I think it's, hold on. I think it's actually an issue with my computer. Give me one sec. What? No. It says I'm running out of space. I'll, I have plenty of space across the board. Hold up. Is Clyde a um, Discord specific uh, recorder? 
Yeah, it's this bird. I mean, this bear. I don't know why I said bird. Fucking this creepy bear. ass bear. Oh, gotcha. And he comes in and he's like something like I am here. So I don't know. <laughs> is he the one that <laughs> is he the one that kicks me off of Discord calls when I like stay on too long? No, okay. that's an actual robot. Like, oh, okay, Clive okay, looks okay. like a bear. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I don't know why I'm like exhausted today. I feel you. I feel that. Man, like when I got hit with the flu last week, I was literally like down and out for almost an entire week. It was, I'm still not like back to normal. It's been, it's been fucking awful. I'm glad it was the flu and not COVID. Yeah, you have to start wearing a mask because I feel like since you got COVID, like you're so susceptible to getting sick. Like you and Senna, like constantly. Like, really I would do really it just for you. Like, fuck if it, nobody else is wearing one. Yeah, I was really nervous I was going to get sick at the convention, but I wore my mask the entire time. Oh, nice. People just get in your face, like. Nice. And I was like, no. I went. I went to Disneyland this uh, this this weekend, and I and I regretted not wearing a mask. Yeah, bruh. You can't be going to like huge things like that with tons of people you yeah, never know yeah people people were people were kind of suspect literally this is gonna sound so gross but i've seen it happen people literally dig in their butt and then touch something <laughs> <laughs> that's immediately socked in the face like no yes. no questions asked you're getting punched no yes. no no butt digging in line evan just walks up to you and texts you <laughs> fucking something why you know why fuck out of disney world you know what you did criminal offense the mouse saw you yeah. Kids are the worst about it, though. You know, like just picking their nose and like touching things, I, and, like, coughing in I, your face. I can accept a child, but a grown ass man, nah. <laughs> hey, there I are some just, nasty folks out there. Evan I agree. To a kid and just being like, "Stop fucking picking your nose." Yeah, <laughs> I just stare over. at them. That's why you like, went to Disney World. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I would just be disgusted. Oh man. Get that motherfucker out of here. That's that's what you hear. Was that <laughs> was that your Mickey Mouse? That it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry I stopped the podcast, but I just no, you're you're I right because I, yeah, I, I don't know how long I don't know how long we were going to talk about it. Yeah. Oh, good. And I also cannot talk about this movie without going in depth. So I was just like, no, you made the right call. I'm trying to like look for shit to read. I'm like, there's nothing here. It looks like okay. It looks like the recording is still going. It's just it says that my local backup has disappeared. Oh yeah, that's fine. So let's um, keep let's that keep happens going. to me all the time. But it'll okay. be still you'll, you're still good. You're good. Okay, let's keep going with it then. Um, I'll just pick up from my thing. Um, yeah. All right, let's get back into it. Do, 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 did you do, write do. down the time? I did. Yeah, I made a footnote. Okay. Um. So yeah. So one of my favorite things of this year, uh, let's I'll stay on the movie train because that seems to be where everybody's at, is um, everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, talk about a movie that like I knew next to nothing going into it. I just saw a ton of hype on Twitter and online and people just raving about it. And everybody said like, no, nothing going into it. I did not watch the trailer. I did like it was at the time only showing at like one theater in Toronto. So I was like, OK, I'm going to go after work. Um, and for a movie that I've probably thought about every single day since, and we saw it like, you know, this summer, 
for something that is just like entirely 100% up my alley, like it's zany, it's weird as fuck. There was, there was, there was like, you know, Senna and I started like that movie, like sitting there and like holding hands. And after like 10 minutes, like her hand left mine and she literally just sat there like this, like slack jawed mouth open for the rest of the movie because it just, it's an assault on the senses the entire way through. But to oh, have wow. so much heart baked into everything and even in its most absurd and it's one of those things that's like like two of my other favorite things are like Gintoki and scrubs which are really good at going from like ridiculously funny to ridiculously serious like ridiculously serious at like the drop of a pin this movie does the same thing it's just so earnest it's so heartfelt the acting is just absolutely incredible the entire way through i absolutely adore this movie and like i keep being like am i ready to watch it yet no, I don't think I'm ready to watch it just yet because like, I kind of want to just keep that first experience of seeing it because again, like we saw it with a couple of friends and we walked out and like, we could not stop talking about it the entire way home, like into the next morning. Like it was constantly on both of our minds. It's, it's beautiful. It's depressing. It's weird as fuck. But like, I just, I, I encourage everybody to give that movie a try because everybody that I've spoken to that's watched it has absolutely loved it. And even the people that I would think was like, I don't know if they're going to like this came out of that movie adoring it because it's just, it's spectacular. And like, I genuinely think it's one of those things where it's just like, I'm genuinely glad this movie was made. There's a lot of movies where I'm just kind of like, yeah, that was awesome. That was so much fun. I'm glad this movie exists because I think it's important. Um, and I loved it. And I think that everybody should watch it. Um, did anybody else have a chance to see it this year? I have not, but I've heard a lot I, about it. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard a lot about it. Yeah. like I heavily... feel like it's one of those movies that I have to be ready to watch. Yeah. I don't know how to explain that, but I've just not been ready to like sit down and watch it. It is. And it is. Like, it is. Like, and even in its absurdity, like I said, like, I would recommend, like, don't read reviews. Don't watch trailers or anything. Just, like, kind of go into the movie knowing as little as possible. And, um, yeah, if you watch it, let us know in the comments because I would really like to know because I love that movie um let's kick it back over to evan evan what's another one of your favorite things from this year man another favorite thing of mine uh, i guess this Being would be brought onto the burnout brighter podcast i'm sorry go ahead evan. <laughs> that was going to be my my my, my committee grad that was going to be my, my my finishing blow one my bad my um bad. <laughs> um no uh nas just released an album and it's really interesting because i think in hip-hop typically uh it's hard to kind of stay relevant, especially if you you come from a specific era and Nas is starting to get up there. But um, his last three albums have been actually amazing. And uh, it's cool to see such um, a, a, a historic, I guess, MC uh, still be relevant in this like culture where like rapping is not the most important. Because they've turned it into garbage. Yeah. So it's having that like a real artist come back and just kill it is, I don't know, it's 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 really it's really amazing to me. So I have a question for you about Nas. What, how do you feel? I'm sorry, because you were like, this is one of my favorite things and I'm about to like pee all over it. Okay. Um, How do you feel about like the allegations of him beating like his wife back in the day? And I cannot think of her right now. Oh, you're I thinking of Khalees? If yes, that if, if that is true, I think it's garbage. But if but would I, you still support him? Because like I feel like I don't support Dr. Dre anymore, even though like he came out with some bangers. But after like all of that I, came out about I, him beating, I, it, that it order. would it would have to be more than an allegation. So if, if it, she said he did this, you would need them to go to court. 
and have it proven before you believed her? Uh, before I believed either side. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because like, I don't know if you've ever been kind of caught in that situation where somebody says something about you and everybody believes in it and it's not true. I, I, I would have a hard time. Hmm. I will, though, admit, though, before I even say that, that I think it would depend on the bias I have on the individual, if I'm being honest. Because, right. you know what I, I mean? I was going to say, like, people were saying stuff about R. Kelly for the long, this uh, total tangent, um, about R. Kelly for the longest time and, like, his pedophilia, and nobody wanted to believe it until he was brought to court. And then, like, so many people suffered. So many young girls suffered up until that point because they were still like, I'm here for R. Kelly. So I'm just wondering, like... From like a male's perspective, mm-hmm. how how much it would take for someone to be like, yeah, I I believe this person until they're proven, you know, I, guilty. I, I try, and I I feel like this is <laughs> this is turned into like uh, something else just a little bit, but I want to say for the most part, I. It's, it's a hard it's question. A, it's, it's, it's a tough question. We can talk about question. it later. But yeah, I, yeah, I really wanted to like know because like you said, it was like your favorite moment. And then I was just like, okay, but how do you feel about like those allegations he had? It would be hard for me to prop up somebody who I know had like, you know, the whole thing that happened with, um, with what's her name from Destiny's Child? Beyonce? Uh, no, no. Solange? Kelly, Kelly, no. Oh. So, Solange wasn't in Destiny's Child. Oh, sorry, I was, I, I was thinking all the terrible things. So I was thinking the elevator. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Okay, yeah, no. Um, when Kelly recently shits the crowd because they booed at um, Chris Brown getting something because oh. of of his, you know, his stuff with Rihanna, right? So I just wanted to know, like, how how much evidence do people need in order to be uh, like, all right, I'm done supporting uh, this person? I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this actually, and I'll, and this is burnout brighter, right? And I'll, I'll yeah. open my I'll open up myself to you guys a little bit, and this is Aww. maybe where I'm biased, right? I've actually had not a sexual thing <laughs> happened but i've had a why did you that <laughs> no because because in my head i was like oh let me get this out here right now but <laughs> um I've, I've had false allegations against a family member for something that kind of like devastated my family a little bit so yeah. it's i'm really kind of careful about like just believing everything that i hear and waiting to make sure that i have all the facts presented before i actually form an opinion that's fair that's fair um i'm sorry i threw you under the bus there but i i really was curious because i knew we at one time we wanted to talk about um an issue that happened with a game that we were talking i think it was in the woods night in the woods night in the woods and we we didn't want to really talk about that because we weren't sure of like all the allegations and everything that was going on at the time Uh, so we don't talk about that on the show but I feel like moving forward, that is that has some that has to do with mental health and how people like feel. So I just wanted to get your opinion on it. So I appreciate you um, being candid with your answer. Oh yeah, no worries. It's going into that like, and I think we've touched on it. We've always said, oh, we need to do a show about it. I think we just need to finally sit down and do it about like um, separating the art from the artist and like where is the line for people and how yeah. that kind of all comes into play. Right. Like, can you listen to someone's music knowing what they've done or is there a certain act or whatever? But I think I think this is an interesting conversation to have in a future show, because I think this is a full show's material. Um, 2023. 2023. But um, regardless, Evan, I'm glad that you enjoyed Nas's albums because I have, you know, the last few I have heard a lot of good things about them online, too. And I'm glad it, it was a bright spot for you this year. Yeah, no, it's it's 
I think what makes it, and then I'll, I'll, I feel like I've gone too long, but um, I think what makes Never. it kind of amazing is uh, if you guys have followed Nas's career, the thing that's always kind of haunted him is after his first couple albums, everything has been kind of mediocre. So okay. in this day where it's like, in this era where it's so late in his career for him to come back and drop relevant albums is kind of unheard of. So let me ask you this then, because I like, I tried to get into not this one, but the one before maybe was it King's disease. Oh yeah. King's disease two. Yes. Yes. Um, and like, I listened to the first couple songs and I liked it. I just never went back to it for no particular reason. If I mm-hmm. were to check out a, st- a track from this latest one, what song should I listen to? What's your go-to? It would be between a song called Thun and okay. then another song called Michael and Quincy. Okay, cool. I have to check them out. Lou, what's another one of your favorite things from 2022? Yeah, so in 2022, in terms of music albums, um, there wasn't any new music from any new artists that really floored me. So the album that came out this year um, that I listened to the most was part of the Beatles 2022 Super Deluxe Remaster. And it was the Revolver album, which is one of their best albums. Um, and to uh, you know, I know these songs very well. And to hear them in a, in a new light again, the last time they were re- remastered was 2009. So it's been a while. Um, and they sound bigger and better than ever. Bigger is really the key word there. Huge stereo vibe, great bass uh, response, great drum um, timbre. Everything sounds spectacular. So, yeah, I would say music for 2022 would be the Beatles Revolver Super Deluxe. So I have a question because it's like I feel like with stuff like movies and like video games, it's easy to see the remaster. With music, obviously, it's easy to hear as well. But like maybe more of like a technical question. How do they remaster music? Are they like isolating parts of the tracks and then running them through something? Are they like rebuilding these from the ground up? Like, how, what is that? How does that work? Sure. Yeah. So they take the stems, um, they take the individual tracks, right? Um, and they're able to um, put them together and create a new master. And a master is basically just the final form, right? Mm-hmm. And back in the day with vinyl records, it used to be like a, a gold disc that okay. all the other discs were pressed from. Mm-hmm. Um, now master just means this is the final version. Um, so re- by remastering, they're using new production techniques with old recordings. That's essentially I what see. it is in a nutshell. So then my, my final question before we move on to destiny, is there another album from another band that you'd want to see get this treatment? Like if you could pick any album that you're like, I'd love to see this brought to the current day and its current technology, what would that be? Yeah, I would, I would have to say probably, um, strange, uh, choice maybe, but, uh, it's an album from deep purple and the album is called in, in rock. And, uh, it's a great seventies classic rock album. Um, Mm -hmm. but it, the original album is one of the worst sounding records ever made. Okay. Um, Everyone listening, go, go and listen to deep purple in rock. It's just, it sounds terrible. Um, so that, and, but the songs are great. So I would love to hear that remastered and, and I'm just picking that one purely because of how poor the original sounds. <laughs> well, that's awesome, dude. Well, I'm glad that the Beatles brought new life for you, uh, you know, this year, because th- that's cool. I love when a good remaster comes through and just makes people's days better. Mm-hmm. Um, D, what about you? What's one of your favorite things from this year? Um, so since we're on music, I think we had her, we had Ryoko on the show 
uh, a week before last, and she re-scored the entire Metropolis movie from 1927, which was absolutely incredible. Um, so that's what I've been listening to. Um, just her take on scenes and... I don't know. It was just really good because I've seen the movie. I've done work with uh, movie clips. I've done work with like the anime, Mm -hmm. but like to sit there and rescore the entire movie is like an incredible feat. And like she did it so perfectly. Like the music syncs up so well. And especially like the new nuances she brought into it, like with like the updated vocals and things like that. Like it just overall, it's just great. I think it's better than the original. And I've seen so, the original like several times. I've never watched like a like a rescoring of a movie. Do you find that like you hear like you think about the old music from certain scenes? And is that does that like clash in your mind? Or is it just like time and place? You're in this movie now with this soundtrack. This is what you're kind of in. Does, does it depends my, does on how sense? well it depends on how well have you not watched it yet? I still haven't watched the original movie. I want to watch the original movie first. Oh my god, Matt, what are you waiting on? You have to watch it. It's so, so good. Mm-hmm. And no. If they do the score really well, you're not thinking about the other music. You're just being like the whole point of having the music is to draw you into a scene and to give you that feeling. Right. So Mm -hmm. if they're accomplishing that, you're not thinking about the other music of the other show. Um, That's from my perspective. I don't know Mm. how other people would be. But also, I think the movie is so old that nobody's going to be comparing it to like true the you know what i mean because the mm-hmm. the the uh audio from the first film is like very bad <laughs> like not bad in what they used but like it was done during the 1920s so it's almost 100 years old <laughs> yeah the entire vibe of it is very different than what she's done now like she's brought in classical and i felt like she had a lot of room to play around which really like helped the movie itself like it revitalized the movie for me that's awesome. Well, yeah, no, I do. I do need to. I do need to check it out. I just haven't had a chance to like sit down and, and watch it. Um, but yeah, no, that sounds awesome. I'm glad you liked it. And yeah, if anybody's curious, we had the wonderful folks from Pretty Smart Games, including Ryako, on the show a couple weeks back. So go check them out because that was a fantastic episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll stay on the music train as well, and um, I'm going to go with what is probably like my favorite band of all time. Released a new album this year, um, and the band is the Wonder Years. They released an album called uh, "The Hum Goes On Forever." And each one of their albums for me has hit at a different point in my life that has like really mattered from when they started like, you know, 15 years ago now to where they are today. Like I've kind of grown up alongside them and their music started off with just being, you know, dealing with the, you know, things like mental health, dealing with things like depression, dealing with growing up to the point now where like the lead singer has his own kids and like the weight of the world on his shoulders now and how like how and like just seeing the transformation over time and the band does a lot of things where they'll reach back to old songs and pull melodies out. If it's relevant again, reuse lyrics at certain points, if it matches. Um, And there's a specific song called Cardinals two, which is a sequel quote unquote to one of the songs from their past albums um, that like, I've listened to this album. The first time that I really sat down and listened to it, every pretty much every song made me cry. Uh, This album means a hell of a lot to me. It was, it hit me at a point where this year has been really tough for me emotionally. Um, It's probably the lowest I've been in in quite some time. And just having that kind of feeling of like a lot of the lyrics really, really spoke to me. A lot of the songs really, really hit me at a time where I just, I needed them. 
Um, and, it, and it was, it hit me so hard and so fast that like, I've wanted a tattoo for like, as long as I can remember. And I listened to that album and it was one of those things where it's just like everything kind of coalesced, everything kind of hit. And I was like, I want what this album makes me feel on my body. So when I went to Korea, I actually get, ended up getting my first tattoo and it actually has like the, the lyrics, the, what's it called the name of the album, the hum goes on forever on it. Um, just because of how important this is to me and how much it means to me. And it's one of those bands that like I'm there will come a day where they stop making music and that day is going to break me entirely because this band has been there with me through so many steps of my life. And just like I said, I'm, I'm a big lyrics person and the lyrics, the way that the lead singer writes, is just so poetically real. It's beautiful. It's, it, it hit me at a time when I absolutely needed it the most. Um, so yeah, I want to shout out the wonder years, the hum goes on forever. If you're at all curious, go check it out. Um, it's, it's an incredibly beautiful, incredibly heartfelt album that, like I said, made me cry multiple times. Um, but also just brings so much heart to the, to the situation that the world's in the situation that, you know, people are in right now. And it's, it's incredible. And I want to shout that out because I feel like it's, it's again, just incredibly important. It's a, it's an album that I treasure greatly and I very, very much love. Um, uh, yeah. So when you started listening to this album, were you in a hard place the first time when you started listening to this band? Yeah. So do you, I, and this is not to like shit on what you're saying, but do you feel like when you're in a hard, like in a hard place, you listen to this music because you're in a hard place and does that exasperate you, your feelings? Cause you said you cried a lot, you know, like when people are sad and they listen to sad music and then like it's... exasperates how they feel. Like, do you go there because you know that like, you're going to get that kind of like, is this a catharsis thing that you go and listen to that music because you're at a bad point and you feel like, well, they're, they usually write about the things I feel about. They usually write about the, th the stuff that I feel about. I feel like a lot of the lyrics just really do hit home. Not just like the music isn't depressing to be depressing. It's not like, Oh, everything sucks so bad. And that's, that's all it's going to be. There are like, there are for me at least, in this specific band's catalog, I've learned a lot from it. I've taken a lot from it that I've, you know, tried to implement in my own life or try to, you know, find reasons to grow or to change or to whatever. So like there is some music that I just feel like will sink you for the sake of sinking you. This is almost like a roller coaster for me because they always end up bringing it back to a place of hope. And that for me is the kind of, the real like you know linchpin of the, of their discography is mm -hmm. that like sometimes things are good sometimes things are bad sometimes they're in between and it's just kind of about finding your way through it so regard i feel like regardless of where i would have been the first time that i listened to this album specifically um their, their well, not music this has, album specifically. I know, I know. Just, okay. Yeah, yeah. I just mean like their music as a whole, like the very first time that I listened to them was live in a show. It was, I had listened to like a couple of songs before, but they never really clicked. And the first time I saw them live, I was like, oh shit, this, this, this stuff is great. Um, and then went back and started digging through the first, like the second album, because that's when I fell in at the time. Mm -hmm. um, and they've just always been there with me since, you know, since university, they've always been there for me. And a lot of their albums have hit a long times that were there was a lot going on in life or there was a lot of change. Um, mm. and like, you know, they're, they're a, it's a place of solace for me. It's a place of like, sometimes, yeah, I just need to break down for a bit and then I'm going to pick myself up or keep going. Or sometimes I just need to know that I'm not the only one feeling like this. Got it. So what's one thing 
if you could pick like one thing that you've learned from their albums that's helped you in life? Um, because you definitely said that, so I I want to hmm. know. I've never had that experience with I've walked away from an album feeling like they've taught me something. So I'm curious. It's one of those things where it's just like. I think one of the major kind of lessons or themes that I've taken away from their entire discography is that just like it's a belief in people. It, I think it, it's a belief in getting better. Like it's, it's, a, a, it's kind of like a lot of their music takes it back to dealing with shitty moments or trying to find the light in the small things. Like one of the closing you know, lines of this album is basically like, you know, I'm, they're trying to find the hope and the light in something as simple as his son's pocket, uh, as his son's mitten in his pocket. I just like, just that little symbol of like, you know, there's something else out there that he needs to be there for. Or for example, um, another point where it was just, again, it's, it's things are tough and things can be tough and things will be tough. And even though you get better there will be other times where things aren't as better and it's just about trying to get by in a way that you can. It's about, again, like one of the closing lines is so basically just basically it's about not giving up. Basically. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I didn't it's to cut you off. I just felt like you were going to keep going. And I was like, that, no. the, the overall theme that you're saying is, is about not giving up. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Pretty much it. No, I like um, that. That's cool. But yeah um let's let's go one more round uh because uh, i think we're coming up on something around 45 minutes now so let's go one more round um evan what's w one of your final favorite things of the year and then we'll do a quick like quick honorable mention without going deep into it but tell me your last deep dive uh so honestly it was going to be joining the podcast um yay so been been wanting to kind of explore a little bit more into the the podcast genre i on, on a rare occasion, do another podcast that's starting to kind of wind down a little bit. And it's not always on topics that um, that I'm into. Not that I'm not into politics or stuff like that. But sometimes I want to talk about games and comics and stuff, and I'll bring it up, and my other two co-hosts will look at me like they have no idea what's going on. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this is this has been a really fun uh, and creative outlet so far, and um, I'm looking forward to... Uh, next year and uh, expanding on that so then let me ask you this what what is the thing like what is like a dream or like a hope for you for like where or something you want to do in burnout or a place that you want to take it or whatever like what's something that for you that you're like shoot for the stars i'd want this to happen whatever that's a tough one because i feel like at least for me um the podcast is already doing that in terms of what I'd like to shoot for, which is being able to get my voice out and kind of speak my, my mind on things. Mm -hmm. I guess if it was a shoot for the star stars type of situation, and maybe this is just because I'm really simple. I, I really want to get better at public speaking, just in, in being able to convey my thoughts yeah, in a, dude. in a uh, short and concise manner. Um, and I feel like this podcast will help me with that, with uh, the dialogue that we'll have between the, uh, the four of us. Aww. Hell yeah, dude. And like, I gotta say, like, that's, I, I, I will give you your flowers right now, though, because I already think you're incredibly articulate and very well spoken. I've always thought that's the first time that you've come on. Like, I, I love rocking with you every time that you're here. Um, and I'm, I'm glad it, I'm glad you're a part of it, because I do think you make the world a better place. And I'm, I'm oh, lucky to know you. Gonna make me cry over here. Yes. That's why I don't have my camera on. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, <laughs> Lou, oh what about God. you? What's another favorite thing of yours? Um, <clears throat> I haven't talked about games yet, so mm-hmm. I'm going to say my, the favorite. My favorite game that came out this year was Persona Five on PC. Um, I got to give some game honorable mentions. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, World of Warcraft Classic WoW um, played a lot. That's the game I played the most this year. Um, hundreds of hours and raiding in the Burning Crusade. Didn't have the itch to continue into Wrath, unfortunately. But um, yeah, so so Classic WoW. And then uh, Hearthstone. Playing a lot of Hearthstone still. Playing it every day. Uh, got my rating up to 7,000 on Battlegrounds. And uh, still just really enjoying it. And looking forward to the next patch. Hell yeah, dude. So let me ask you this then. like, what What's a game that you're looking forward to in 2023? Hmm. That's a great question. Um I okay, so <laughs> it's a little strange, a bit of a strange one for me anyway. Okay. But um there's a new Blizzard game coming out. Okay. I am in the closed beta right now. Uh, but it is a mobile game, which is not my cup of tea usually. But the game's called Arc Light Rumble. It was okay. announced earlier this year. Oh, uh, closed beta is out now. I'm really enjoying it. Um you know, mobile games are just there's so many ugly things about them ugly things about the way they're monetized, the way they're designed, the way they look, mm-hmm. um, the, the mechanics in the game. And Arclight Rumble just doesn't have a lot of that. And uh, I'm just enjoy- really enjoying my my time with it. So I would say right now, Arclight Rumble is on, on my mind. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Nice. Well, I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad that you're looking forward to it. And I hope I'm, I'm excited to hear more about it in the future. D, what about you? What's uh, a favorite thing of yours? Um, what are we talking about again? Were we talking about games? Uh, what's it called? Evan talked about the podcast. We talked about games. So whatever, whatever tickles your fancy. Um, let's see. I think like just um, for moments of this year, um, I'll just go through a few of them. I think some of the guests that we've had on uh, was really exciting and incredible. Um, I think you know being able to go from look because we've come a long way from the beginning of the year um we didn't really know what was gonna happen like we knew we were gonna keep doing this but like we were like in limbo about like darren and like now at the end of the year we have two great people who are part of the podcast which is like really incredible um i think like you know what's funny like i feel like i should say hosting black voices in gaming was like one of my favorite moments but I think hosting Black Voices in Gaming made me realize that there's just so much more work to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I won't necessarily be like, it was It was an honor to do it, but like, there's just so many things that need to be done um, across the board. I think some of my favorite moments, which were some of the hardest, were realizing the things that are lacking in our podcast and the things that like we need to work on, which is why we're taking December off to do that. Um, so that we can be more inclusive, be more like in your face with like content and like just overall be more organized and work as a more well-oiled machine. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. what else? (laughs) I don't know. This year has been really hard and I've been just very irritable <laughs> the entire year. Like it and it sucks because there's been so many like 
really good things that have happened. And I just don't know if my state of mind is just like exhausted. I, I feel burned out. And I think um, that's probably part of it. Like even coming on today was really hard. Like I slept up until two minutes before I needed to be here <laughs> to do the podcast. I've just been like so tired. But like, I think one of the things that I do need to be like, not just thankful for, but just one of the, the, the things that like make me really happy. So I guess like one of my favorite things is uh, the understanding I get from my peers who um, know me uh, for who I am. <laughs> and like, cause I know sometimes it's hard for me to express myself. And sometimes I come off like mean or like angry and it's not how I want to come off. It's just like, I have a lot of feelings going on. So I appreciate you guys. I think being on the podcast and continuing to try to work and make this a place that we all feel comfortable and happy and we all feel like we're achieving what we want to achieve is one of my favorite things. Uh, the fact that we're still able to be open and grow and talk to each other is one, one of the most important things. And so I'm just going to be really candid and honest. Like at one point I was thinking about stepping away from the podcast because I just felt like I was putting in a lot of work and I wasn't feeling, I, I don't want to say the success from it, but I was just feeling like, why am I doing all of this? Right. If I'm not getting recognized on the level that I should be getting recognized on. And even though we're supposed to be talking about our favorite things and I keep going off on tangents because this is our last podcast, I just want that to be known. Like for anybody who's feeling burnt out, it is not necessarily because like, you know, your job just sucks or whatever. It could be the fact that like you're putting in a lot of work or you feel like you're putting in a lot of work. And this is not a reflection on any of the people here. Um, and you just don't feel recognized. You, you feel like what you're doing isn't really making that much of a difference. And the things that you have gotten to be a chance of is, is because of like nepotism or networking or something like that. Not because people really are like, she's trying to do this for the betterment of everybody. Do you know what I mean? I don't know how I'm not explaining it well, but that's something that I would say was one of the hardest things for me to learn, right? Because the podcast stopped becoming fun and it started to become just work, 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 work. And it, at first when the work was like, okay, we're doing this together. We're making this happen. Da, 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 it was just a different feel. And um, I want that feeling back. I want to next year, when you ask me, what's one of your favorite moments? I want to be able to say like, without any doubt, right? Being on this podcast was one of my absolute favorite moments. Like I cannot wait I couldn't wait to come on Monday and talk and I want to be there again because I'm not there. And I think it's important to address that because um, I don't want to be superficial about our podcast. I don't want to be like, Hey, everything is good. And like, come on and all smiley and shit, because that's not how I feel all the time. Um, but I appreciate all of you for understanding that. Um, you are one of my favorite things in the world, Matt and Lou and Evan. and. Um, and this podcast means a lot to me. So I just hope that next year that um, 
I can come back and when we have this discussion at the end of the year, I could say, hey, we've really grown and we're doing the things that I want to do. And everybody is being recognized for what they're doing and the effort that they're putting in because that's where I want to get to. I feel yeah. you deep. I feel like this year was tough. We And like you said, especially from you and I coming into it, we were very uncertain with everything that was going to happen. We were, I feel like we were constantly walking on eggshells, not around each other, but just with the situation, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, just because we were, we were so uncertain. And then, you know, I, I kind of really look back to, you know, Darren being like, oh, I have this friend who's a musician and stuff. Like we should get him on. And we were kind of like, oh, that sounds like a cool idea. And then I feel like there have been growing pains and there have been hard moments and there have been times where, like you said, like it's hard to come into the space sometimes and try and be positive and, and bubbly and just, you know, and whatever, because especially, especially when we have guests on, right. Which is important because I feel like we have a responsibility to shine light on underrepresented creators and on underrepresented areas and on minorities and having these conversations to help uplift people who don't regularly get a spotlight. And I feel like that's important, but I feel like we also get lost in the mix of it sometimes, if that makes sense. And there are days where we do come on and we're just like, fuck, like I, there's been a couple times this year, D where you and I have had to have, you know, we're came on to do a podcast. And for like the five minutes that the, until the guest came on, we just sat in silence and it wasn't because there was anything wrong between us. There wasn't any bad blood. There wasn't any arguing. It was just, we were just tired. Yeah, it honestly feels a lot like when I would work in Korea and I wouldn't talk and I would save all of my energy for the kids. That Mm -hmm. is where I feel like I've been at mentally with the podcast. Like I just don't have the energy to make small talk, which Mm -hmm. sucks because I don't really talk to you guys any other time. And I don't want us to only talk about work or talk about the podcast, you know, and that's what it feels except for Evan and that's because I bother Evan and I've known Evan since college (laughs) but like I don't want that to be what we are Mm -hmm. um and it feels like that's what we are (laughs) right now and I really want to work towards like this even though I say you guys are family I really do feel like you're family but lately it feels like you're family that I don't really talk to that often and, and when I do talk to you, it's like out of obligation. And that bothers me. I think this year has just been tough for a lot of us in many different reasons. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just we've been, I feel like, you know, we've been just like in the car together heading for the next destination without kind of stopping to, you know. Right. Like, do you have to together. Pee? Right, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Station, yeah. You know, <laughs> like, and I feel like that's, you know, part of the reason we're taking, like you mentioned, December off is to just give ourselves some time to to rest, to recuperate, to enter next yes. year in a better place. So that way we don't feel like that. And Come like, you know, brighter and stronger. Yeah. And not burn burnt out. out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I, I agree with you. I like the, the I think this year was the hardest year for the show so far. Oh, yeah. Even, Even as- like the pandemic wasn't as hard as this was like this year has been really hard I can't even explain why it's been hard but I'm really excited about like having Evan on and having Lou on and us like starting this new chapter like literally it feels like season two of Burnout Brighter right like it feels Mm -hmm. like this year we had to deal with like Darren leaving and trying to figure out how we were going to work it and now I feel like we have a solid team Mm -hmm. 
and I'm very excited for like what we're going to do moving into the next year. I'm going to be a lot more strict about things. So I hope you guys are okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just want us, I want us to, I want us to get there. And I know yep. we can, I believe in us so much. Like it's so, and I think that's, what's so frustrating. I believe in us so fucking much. Like I want us to get there. I know we can get there. So. No, I'm with you. And like I said, we're, which is, you know, we're going to keep doing it. We're going to keep working together. And I think it's just, as long as we keep having these conversations and these discussions to know where each other are at and to know when things are going on and what we're going through, that's all part of the ride. Um, Yeah. And feel free to, guys, this is not for like listeners you can listen to, but feel free (laughs) to like message in the discord. If you want to talk, like, Please don't like think that that's we're only talking about. Hey, here's the link to the show, or hey, this is what we're posting this week, or like if you want to talk, like let's talk to each other, like let's be friends, because <laughs> I do not just want to be coworkers, mm-hmm. right? So that's really important to me. Um, and I'm sorry, I totally went off on a tangent, but I really feel like it's important to talk about these things because we do showcase mental health, mm-hmm. and I feel like we haven't been talking about it that much from our perspectives. And so I wanted to end the show with kind of like us talking about those things and like how we're working to move into the next year, because I want to be better, not just for us, but for our listeners. hundred percent. I'm with you entirely. Um, I think it's, I think that's all important. I think we're going to keep working and we're going to keep doing that. And we're going to keep having these conversations because we need to. Um, and, you know, planning for the next year, we have a lot of big plans. We have a lot of things that we want to do and a lot of things we want to accomplish. And I don't doubt that we'll get there. Um, so we're just going to keep doing it. Um, I do want to shout out a couple games quick, just as we wrap, um, citizen sleeper was one that hit me this year again, just at a really weird time that I really appreciate it. It's on game pass. Go check it out. Digimon survive brought back one of my absolute favorite animes from, from my youth and turned it on its head and made it dark and weird. Loved it. And then of course, God of War Ragnarok was just fantastic. Um, I do think, you know, even in the difficulty, we, we've had a lot of wins this year. We've had a lot that were. I feel like we're proud of, um, as Destiny mentioned, we had some great guests. We're at a point now with the team that I feel like we're, we're, we're entering, you know, the growth mode, the, the, the wheels on the bus are going to, are going to start flying down the old school road here. Um, so strap in and, and get ready for uh burnout 2020, 2023. 2020, 2023. Yeah. So what yeah. I said, but that, brings us to the end of the show everyone um i'm gonna just go around just one last time um again we're not gonna you know you'll hear our voices again in 2023 so you know from from myself i'm just gonna start with saying you know i hope everybody has a very safe and happy holidays whatever you celebrate i hope you find joy in it and i hope you spend it whatever way that you choose to in a way that brings you happiness um and stay safe out there because i just got over the flu and that shit fucking sucked this year so um you know stay healthy and stay warm and, and just you know Show some love. Spread some love. Uh, Evan, I'm going to toss you over uh, and put you on the spot next. Word. Um, yeah, I just, you know, I think the the message that I'd like to convey is um, before the end of the year, don't think that you can't achieve what you want to achieve. It's just the amount of um, work and belief that you, that you want to put into it. So just uh, do your best, and that's all uh, anybody can ask of you. Nicely done, Evan. Lou, what about you? Um, take it easy. Play lots of games. Eat lots of food. Yeah. Uh, get cozy. And uh, don't stress. There you go. And D, to close us out? Um, you know, like, yeah. make good choices. 
Don't do anything stupid. Um, also, we will be streaming during December. I don't know what days we're going to be streaming, but look out for that on our social media. Even though we're not doing podcasts, we will have some streams up of some games we're going to be playing. And Matt, I'm not sure. Did we? Are we taking off on bonus level? Because we... We need to talk about that after. <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah. if we're doing that, but if not, uh, catch us over at Level 1 Gaming <laughs> twice in December. Um, yeah, we appreciate you. Um, I feel like we haven't said that in a while. We, mm-hmm. we love you, and thank you for sticking with us for so long. We're going to do our best to be the best podcast for you and for us. So Hell yeah. yeah. Everyone, we'll catch you back here in 2023. Thank you for all your support, and we'll see you next year. Bye.